Warning, the following show features constructive opinions performed either by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. The views expressed are ours and may differ from views of any other entity. Accordingly, the Tim Zabriskie Show and the producers must insist that no one recreate or reenact any conversation or activity performed on the show. When you listen to the show, do you find yourself agreeing with the boys? Or do you think Tim is full of shit? Well, let them know how you really feel and participate in the live shows. Follow the Tim Zabriskie Show by searching at Timmy Zabriskie on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. And fully interact by liking, commenting, and even calling into the hotline. Don't be afraid to make your voice heard. Share this podcast. What? I'm hearing nothing, Tim. Absolutely nothing. If you're saying anything to me, Tim, I'm not hearing it. Oh, That's right. Because I had the mute button hit. And here oh, we there go. You go. Yay! Look at us. What's up, guys? <laughs> Tim Zabriskie here. Back at it again with a brand new video. We did not start this podcast good today, Phil. No, Tim. We definitely did not do a good job at all. But how's everybody doing today? Welcome, welcome to the uh, podcast. With me, as always, the man, the myth, the legend, the one, the only, Mr. Phil Stamper. Phil, I'll turn the music off for you right now. Don't you worry. There you go. There you go. All the applause. Uh, the applause. Phil, you know, we fell apart. We're taking too much time away from these podcasts. I can't Thank find you. my bottle opener, Phil. I got all these beers here and no bottle opener, so I don't know what the hell I'm going to do here. Thank you for the greeting. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I am apparently the newest, not only just member, Tim. Apparently, I am a leader in the deep state. The deep state of what? The, the deep state, Tim. The deep state of what? The Illuminati. Actually, I think the Illuminati and the deep state are like two different things. So like the, the deep state or the secret cadre of people who are really trying to control everything. But then there's the Illuminati that are, I don't know, Tim. I don't, five, I don't know. Five Gs and killer Bs. That's all I got right now. I have no idea what it is that you're talking about here, Phil. That's probably for the best, Tim. <laughs> so oh you're like gosh, the majority Phil. of the internet. I can't even believe there's even wrestling happening right now. How about that? I'm at this point, like n nothing is shocking me and everything shocking me all at the same time. It's like this amazing, like just confluence of thought. Paradox. It's a paradox, Tim. Couldn't think of the word. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Just like I don't know where this bottle opener that I've had down here forever went, Phil. I can't. This is really starting to salt me up. Phil, He's starting to salt you up. 
I'm like a, I'm like a crackhead looking for his fix right now. <laughs> Bill, <laughs> how are we recording a podcast right now with all of this going on here, Phil? I'm just dropping everything now. I thought I was losing it. Tim has, Tim, Tim. My hair is long, Phil. I have a mustache. Right? Of the mustache with how stylish this whole thing is. I have an announcement here I got to make. Oh, I've been looking forward to this, Tim. I've been looking forward to it. Maybe my, let let me try this trick out, Phil. This is one of those tricks that you can do when you're married. Ready? When you get married, Phil, you'll try this. Maybe my wife will bring me a bottle opener. (laughs) You think she'll go for that one, Phil? I I don't know. Was that the announcement? It would be really sweet if my wife could do me a favor and bring me a bottle opener. Bring it to your head, Tim. <laughs> little carve shave here, little carve shave there. Let's see if she gets the memo. That maybe her husband needs a bottle opener, am I right? Wow. We got a comment he going to die. <laughs> Phone lines are open, everybody. 518-730-92... Nope, that's my work phone number, Phil. Phil, I've been working down here in this basement for way too long. I don't even have my headphones on. Maybe I could... uh... You mean so all the things I've been saying about you, you haven't been hearing? I've been listening. But now now you're coming in hot, Phil. That's... Um, Me too. So the big announcement uh-huh. I was looking to make here was, yes. was that I, um, I, I've, I've had, I got the mustache going now. Mustache is looking fly. Everyone knows how fly this mustache here is looking. And at the same time, and- Phil, I'm getting all of these luscious locks here. So I'm, I'm going to be making a, a, a announcement video, but I think I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be do, doing a little bit of charity work here, Phil. I think that, oh. um, um, I, I, you know, during this time, you and I are like, we're one of the, the fortunate ones to still be working and things like that. And I'm worried about certain, certain individuals. And okay. for me, I, I'm really worried about, you know, like, uh, like people that are thinking about maybe doing some, some harm to themselves. And, you know, oh. so I wanted to do a, a campaign that would go to, um, the national suicide hotline. And I'm going to start this on Monday. But um, I, I want to call it, Phil, you ready? A little drum roll action for this. But I want to call this the mullet through the madness, Phil. Because what I want to do is I want to raise funds for the National Suicide Hotline. And then um, once we hit the goal, and I'm thinking the goal could be like, you know, 2500 bucks or something like that, Phil. Not, nothing too crazy there. But once I do that, I will have my wife... Turn my luscious locks here that I that I put some pomade into into a nice little mohawk until until it's time for us to go back to work. Phil, what do you what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I mean that that's an amazing cause. Um, I will have to say that's not not the announcement I thought you were going to make, Tim. But I mean, still such a worthwhile cause and and and, and announcement. Phil, what? so bravo, Tim. Bravo, everybody, clap for Tim. Everybody, oh, clap for Tim. Clap. Thank you. I feel like, though, you might have yet another announcement of importance to make. Phil, I don't know what you're talking about here. I'm, Do you want me so to hit the drum roll? The, the last time we met, yeah, hold on, I'm going to lead into it. The last time we met, yes. Um, 
you I teased you a little bit at one point in the show okay. about like an obstetrician or OBGYN doctor. I said something like that just oh. to see if you would take the bait. And mm. and like you no, didn't no. take the bait, Tim. No, no, I did not. I did not take the bait. And no, everybody, we're not talking about a new profession of mine or anything like that. But Phil, what is it that we're that we're alluding to? Here? We're having a baby. Tim. We're having a baby, Phil. <laughs> and to, to be clear, <laughs> two men cannot have babies together. Right? That's number one. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's one. But then again, the internet's telling you the internet is. <laughs> yes, yes, the internet is letting everybody know. But but Phil, it turns out that uh, my wife has accepted me <laughs> into her life, and inside. In, uh, okay, but but. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa! No, but we are we are uh, we are having a child, which is which is pretty fantastic. Wow. All at the same time, yeah, it's it's pretty pretty exciting news there, Phil. I um, it is baby really due, really is baby is due in October, right around Halloween, which is scary, right? <laughs> and um, um, but but yeah, so scary. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's definitely gonna be one of those one of those interesting times in my. In my life, I guess you could say the rest of my life, basically, right? Because like a kid right. is forever. Right? It is a lifelong commitment. <laughs> it is. It is one of those like, yeah, you're 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 kind of doing this whole thing, sort of, sort of deal. But but right, yeah, right. I it's mean, it's like an all in statement. It all in, Phil, really? Uh, oh, see, wow. yeah. See? Oh my gosh, for crying out loud! <laughs> and then once he becomes of age, we shall take him to a wrestling ring. Oh <laughs> yes. Yes, and and watch he gets big because I couldn't. You know what I mean? Like, wow! Isn't that what happens with all the wrestlers? Like Paige, like her dad was a wrestler, and he I never heard of him. But then like, uh, but then Paige is. You know what I mean? Same. Who? What are some other people that that were like that? Uh, almost all of them. John Cena Senior, that son of a bitch. He was. <laughs> he legit. I mean, was he really? Really? I. I mean, really. I guess, right? I mean, or did he come in after? I, th- I don't. I'm really confused, honestly, about his path. I am not 100 percent. sure. I think that he just he was like, oh well, here we go. <laughs> you know, <He laughs> this was, looks fun. I'm still looking for this bottle opener that I wish my wife would bring me a bottle opener. Wow. I give her the miracle of life, and she can't get me a bottle opener, Phil. That's what this we didn't give quite like her miracle of life but you're bringing her I'm giving her the blessing when is money in the bank money in the bank is this sunday paul this sunday paul paul keeping us on track thank you paul thank you paul paul if you have a bottle opener let me know um <laughs> phone lines are open everybody 518-350-4312 i nailed it this time phil i did not you- almost say my work phone number you did really good this time. I'm so proud of you. I'm so glad I didn't just say like the last uh, the the last number because then I would have I would have gotten maybe four phone calls. Phil. Yeah. <laughs> funny. Could have been funny. I said it's huh? funny because I said you know four phone calls. Phil. Get on. Get on what I was going with that with that Phil because no because nobody watches the show Phil. But they do <laughs> Phil. That's the they whole, do. They do, Tim. That's the best part, yes. I don't want them to call, but yes, they they can totally call anytime they want to. Anytime they want, Phil. Anytime, except today. All right, Phil. So what are we looking at for a pre-show? Go, um, And then uh, I'll I'll continue to look for this bottle opener because I'm like 
freaking out over this whole thing. So should I read the Wikipedia description, Tim? Yes, you absolutely should. Go ahead. Oh, wait a minute. They, oh, they've rewritten it from the other one. Oh, I'm really disappointed. But I will say, okay, Money in the Bank is an annual gimmick pay-per-view produced by WWE since 2010 and generally held between May and July. The concept of the show comes from the WWE's established Money in the Bank ladder match in which multiple wrestlers use ladders to retrieve a briefcase hanging above the ring. The briefcase contains a contract that guarantees the winner a match for a world championship of their choosing at any time within the next year. Male wrestlers compete for a contract to gain them a match for either Raw's WWE Championship or SmackDown's Universal Championship, while female wrestlers compete for a Raw Women's Championship or SmackDown Women's Championship match contract. 2020 will be the 11th event in the Money in the Bank chronology. Thank you, Wikipedia. Very, very descriptive from the Wikipedia, but it's, it's it's pretty pretty interesting. Paul seems to have met Goldberg too. Did you know that? What did Paul Paul? When did you meet Goldberg? Was that was that at the MCW event where we had a meet and greet that you didn't have a, a wonderful time with him at? Phil? Actually, I had a wonderful. I was okay. Like I had no issue. Phil, we can with go back and no. I just to said. The archives. I just said. I just said to him. Phil. It was just not a highly successful drawing event. Yeah. But I did not say it was a, I did, that I had a bad time or he was a bad person or anything like that. That's not what I heard, Phil. It's not what the seven, Apparently not. seven listeners that – and Phil, I must ask you a question. Um, <laughs> what, what are we looking at for, for the pre-show for, for Money in the um, So let me check. I will say that we're having the same audio issue again. I think everybody what? else is probably going to hear us great. But I'm not hearing you well. Um, so let's see. Pre-show match. Um, they've only announced six matches so far for this entire. So do you even have a pre-show? Oh, there we go. There might not be. Um, every match is either a championship match or a Money in the Bank match. So I will say if there's a pre-show, maybe it will be uh, Tamina Snuka challenging Bailey for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Hmm. Tamina Snuka versus Bailey. So how did uh, Tamina Snuka come back into the fold? Because she was out of the fold for, I want to say, maybe 17 years at this point. Phil? Yeah. <laughs> where, where did she come back? Um, she came back. Um, I'm trying to think, was it at the Royal Rumble or even maybe just before? Um, so she is back. I'm trying to find the official like roll down rundown of everything that happened to her um she did earn a title shot um by defeat by defeating sasha banks um during smackdown on fox um lacey evans ended up stopping bailey from interfering in the match allowing T uh, tamina to put banks away easily hmm. um so now they will face off one-on-one -on -one at money in the bank money in the bank money in the bank Hi, Manny. How are you over on the uh, YouTube channel uh, saying hello to us as well? Um, it's so tiny. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm making it bigger as we speak. Um, the whole thing, Phil, is that I, don't, I just don't know. I, I don't know if, she, if she's got it. You know what I mean? I, 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 I want to see Tamina, you know, outshine her father, right, with that negative stuff that her father has done, to, right? right? But... But at the same time, is that is that a like something that we could actually see actually happen? You know what I mean? Like at this pay per view here, Money in the Bank. 
I don't know. Like I, oh, I, wait, wait. I before we get into this, is this okay. match also happening on the roof of 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 Titan Towers? You know, I was thinking about that, and I'm not a hundred percent sure. So um, they did announce. Um, initially they did not i'm trying to read through everything of course in like five seconds and it's not giving it to me so they did initially announce that it would go on from a different location such as the performance center but then um they did specifically say that the two money in the bank ladder matches would both be at the global headquarters right um and That's that there would be a, which is a, even better because simultaneously they're happening phil they're happening at the same time the two money in the bank matches but we'll talk about that later well, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll wait to talk about that. But, yeah. But but yeah. so does if that if these matches here are happening at the uh, at the performance center, does that mean that they're pre-recording these matches then? Or are they doing these matches live and we're getting a simulcast between the two different spots? That's a good. I would I would imagine that the two at Titan Towers at least, or the combined total one, are are going to be pre-recorded, and that what we get at the performance center. Could go either way, really. That I that they could pre-tape or. And that's go live. the other part too, Phil. Have you seen the weather report for the Northeast for this weekend? Um, there's there might be a snowstorm. We're getting a Tim. fucking blizzard, Phil, in the middle in, of in May. In May, wow. right? It's crazy, and they're gonna they're gonna put these these people up on the roof. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, oh, just... it's absolutely nuts, Phil. It doesn't make any sense. Whatsoever. <laughs> like, it's going to be cold, damn. It's going to be freezing. It's going to be absolutely freezing. And they're going to make these people go up on the roof if they're doing this part of it live, you know? Right. I mean, it could or it could be a whole like little bit of a swerve where, um, I don't know, it could be a whole bunch of different things because it's a fight, right? So they might not right. be in traditional wrestling gear. Um, there, you know, there could be plenty of hidden surprises that we don't know about yet. Which will, Things be, like, which will make it fun, like Vince being in his office, being like, "God damn it, get out of here!" Right? You know uh, what I or, mean? You know, perhaps people dressed up as camera men or women to be inside the building and not be an announced part of the match to then be a part of the match. Oh, okay. Are we just I'm, gonna I'm jump going, into talking about this one right now? Because I, I'm I, going. I'm going deep, Tim. Yeah. You're doing some the deep serious plan in here for this one. <laughs> the deep state, Tim. Yeah. It sounds like it. <laughs> so we, to go backwards, Tim. Let's go backwards, Phil. What do you got? Bailey versus Tamina. Phil, I got to... I'm going to go different. I know I'm going to lose it right out of the gate. Phil, I think you're already going to win for the year. You know what I mean? But So it is what it is. But, <laughs> Phil, I think I'm going to have to go with Tamina here. All right? Okay. I, I, don't, I think that they need to do something with this girl. Is she a face right now if Bailey's the heel? Yes. Is she a tweener? So, like, WWE has started to do... So, you know, WWE takes the best ideas from other people and seems to kind of run with it sometimes. And, and they're, they're following... The one, right, wow. figure, they're following a little bit more the trend that, like, Impact Wrestling was doing, for example. And even AEW does, where the line between... It's not that the line between face or heel is blurred, right. but that it sort of almost doesn't really matter. That it, it's the focus is a little bit more on the match or the story of how this is coming together. And, and that's not really where WWE is shining at the moment. They're really 
their 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 in ring product is not the thing that you are interested in. So the fact that they're blurring that line more and more and more, but they're it's a, it's a weird twist. Like you know, Tamina will probably be fate more face in this match, and then the next time we see her on SmackDown, she'll be back to being totally heel again with with like no explanation, no comment, no story. Just yeah. oh, now it's just we need you to this. be. We need you to be a face right now, so you might as well just be a face, right? Sort right. Of shit. Yeah, yeah, and that's annoying, Phil. I mean, we all we all wish that um, um, James wants to know how the Bruiser is doing, but we, you know, we all wish that we had um, those old school sort of bookings where things were drawn out, things were a lot longer. But it's like we're in the ADD era right now, where everything has to be super fast and super quick and everything like that, and it just it doesn't really. Um, um, you know, help help with any sort of long term stuff. So maybe, may, maybe Tamina will stay a face here. Then you know what I mean. Maybe she wins the belt because Bailey's been a heel for so long. And if they're going to do a switch, it only makes sense for her to do that. You know, very possible. It gives her some a different kind of look. Um, gives her something I, new, something to jump into with that. So right. I, you know, that's kind of why I I like that whole idea. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but who do you got, Phil? I'm going to go Bailey. Yeah, um, I figured you would. It's a safe I'll bet. be honest. I really was. I'm really 50 50 because you're at that sort of point where, you know, they've they've teased Sasha Bailey over or, or excuse me. Yeah, that was right. I was thinking Sasha Bailey as Sasha Banks, Sasha Banks and Bailey over and over again, which I don't think they're going to do. I, I kind of like that. They're doing like the opposite of what they did um, with Kevin Owens and and Sammy where instead of like, oh my gosh, we're going to see this match over and over and over again because they've known each other forever and they're bitter rivals from, from forever and also best friends, that they're keeping them just, no, we're best friends. Like, right. yeah, we're going to screw each other out of things. We're going to be pissed off at each other, but we're friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of like that they have stuck with that for so long um, because you then you have a foil. You have will always have that person, but no, they have your back too. Um, so... Uh, I say all that because, you know, if you put it on Snuka, it's a little like, well, then what are you going to do with it? You know, there's not as many people behind Snuka as I think the WWE wants to have. Yeah, but she's been there for almost like 15 years now, Phil. Seriously. So it's like at some point they're going to start to give her like that Mark Henry sort of push. You know what I mean? Where it's like it's her fucking time. You know, Mark Henry was there for 10 years before they really were like, okay. You know what I mean? Right. So it was, it's it's kind of that whole deal in the same regard. So I think it's her time. I'm going with her. Um, I think the bigger next story they're going to tell though is Bailey versus um Lacey Evans, and so I think this is the sort of filler to get there. Um, but, but I think then why they, why don't they do it already? Or are they trying to do a, lo- a longer thing? I think a longer thing. I think you know, even though it, it to uh, you know a very large degree, wrestling is very different to watch right now on the WWE because. There's, there's the being the building is so silent right. that they're not filling space enough with noise. Um, though it looks good and the matches are delivering for the most part, they really are hitting. Um, it's, it's just not really drawing people in in the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this gives them that opportunity to work on the delivery of story that they needed to build up a lot better, and hopefully they will because you know who knows how long the not being able to have large events is going to take place. Even when they can return to a point where they can have more people, it's not going to be like 10,000 people in a 10,000 seat arena. It's going to be a much, much smaller crowd as they build back up. 
Yeah, they're running. They're running house shows. Yeah, <laughs> they're running so any shows right now. <laughs> I say Bailey, so then that gives that opportunity to run uh, a Lacey Evans Bailey program. See, I like that idea too, but I like it. I'm gonna because I'm sticking with Tamina. I can't go back on that. But the whole thing is that what if we did it to you know heading towards SummerSlam, Phil? Um, where what if we did it as as um, Tamina wins here? Okay. And then whatever the next pay-per-view or the pay-per-view after, right before SummerSlam, then we get Lacey beating Tamina because that's kind of an easier win. And then towards SummerSlam, then we get uh, Lacey versus Bailey in the big SummerSlam match that could very well be in front of a sold-out venue at that point. You know what I mean? We don't know, but you know what I mean? So much uncertainty. I can't read what's on the very top of the screen. My little preview icons there. What does think it say? Think Mandy versus Sonya will happen at Money in the Bank. Think it will be DQ or count out on, on SmackDown, and then it will be announced that the match will happen. That came from, um, from Mandy over on YouTube. And the phone lines are open, everybody, too. 518-350-4312. If you want to call in, I will pick it up, and you can let us know who you guys have going into the next match. Um, into any of the matches on the card. Um, but, Phil, what did you think of my idea right there? Lacey gets the quick victory. Do the old Tamina's just going to be a, uh, you know, um, uh, a transitional champion, Phil. And, uh, and then from there, we can, you know, we go to the next person. I mean, there, there is that kind of thought, too, which isn't bad um, in itself. Like, okay, let's, let's say Tamina wins and Tamina goes on to whoever she was going to face next. And now, you know, Lacey, Sasha, Lacey, Bailey, you can run those, you know, sort of this two on one you to rebuild up Lacey Evans as this competent competitor. She was able to take out the team of of Sasha and and Bailey. And it's always, you know, she's the trodden down fighting backup hero that we need. Right. You get to SummerSlam, let's say. And now, now. Lacey Evans, big bad Lacey Evans is here. And military she's Lacey Military Evans. experience. Yes. Um, big right-handed justice coming for the championship. I get yeah, you know? To me it right. makes it makes sense doing it that way, Phil. You know, it's I'm, I don't know. Yeah. I who's this Paul guy? He really wants me to be his friend for some reason. No, he wants he wants to sell the autographs he has or to trade autographs. I don't want to buy your shit. <laughs> We've met half of these I'm people. Like, you I'm have like, to... like, don't give him attention, Tim. Like, we're going to be focused on this. So, Tim, the next match for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championship, yeah. it's a fatal four-way. Mm-hmm. New day. New. Hold on, Phil. Come on. New day. Come on, Phil. Biggie and Kofi Kingston versus who are the champions defending their championship against The Miz and John Morrison, which was a sweet little uh, match at WrestleMania that Morrison put on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Versus the Forgotten Sons, the combination of either Steve Cutler, Jace, or excuse me, Jackson Riker, and or Wesley Blake versus. Lucha House Party with what? Grand Metalik and Lindsay Durant. Wow. Why those guys? Is it because right. the Revival left? They will never win a championship. Wow. Forgotten Sons. I don't even know who you are. 
They're not gonna I know who you are. Just I'm overstating it because like you're brand new to this scene. Um <laughs> Mrs. Morrison maybe and New Day maybe. Like I I, re- I feel like it's down really between the two of them. Uh, where's the Usos in all this? I don't know, Tim. Why don't we get the Usos? Because we've seen that one already. I guess. But I'd much rather see the Usos than than see uh fucking <laughs> Well, the time we're recording Lucha this we the day before SmackDown. There's still a we still have another whole event left between now and Money in the Bank. Enough time so, for them to put uh the Lucha House Party back in the Uso penitentiary. <laughs> right. Or just add the Usos, uh, make it make it a fatal five way. Uh, go big or go home, Tim. Uh, hey Kyle, how are you? Welcome to the show. Um, I, I think that, uh, um, I think, fuck, Phil, who do you got? Who do you got on this one? I went first on the last one, Phil. Uh, you're it's right. It's only fair. I'm gonna say, you know what? Let's go Miz and John Morrison. I'm okay. gonna, I'm gonna flip it a little bit. I don't even think I'm correct on this. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, just, I feel that that's where the animosity is. Um, they're saying this is so unfair. Uh, you know, they're being deprived of a rightful opportunity um, so that they're rather upset that this has been that, you know, they should have it one on one and not all these other people in their way. Um, so I, I feel that they're the ones to win it so they can shove it in everybody else's face. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of am going to have to go with you on this one, all right? It's too soon. It's way too soon for them to do a switch of the title at this point, Phil. I think that um, keeping it on Miz and Morrison, letting them hold on to it for a little while, um, you know, nostalgia, I don't know how much of a more of a nostalgia pop that Morrison's getting right now, but I do f- believe that... Um, and Kyle's saying that one of the Usos is injured, so that's why. Oh, that is correct. That yeah, is correct. Yeah, I do. I do remember reading that now. But um, but but yeah, it does seem to me that uh, it doesn't make any sense to put it on the new day at this point. You know what I mean? As you said before, when when I when we even mentioned the new day, or or mentioned the Usos, that you know we've seen this before. So it's like it, I I agree that you know let's just let's just forget about it and uh, just keep it on Morrison for now and. And wait until we get something bigger popping in. You know what I mean? Who do you guys got? Give us a call. 518-350-4312. So next up for the WWE Universal Championship, we have Bray Wyatt challenging the current champion, Ron Strowman. Ah. So I can't believe that this we're already talking about this match, and this is like it's like the main championship match. You know what I mean? How how do we not have anything going on on this show? Um, I don't know when we'll talk about it again, Phil, um, which is something that Conrad says to uh, all of his people. But I don't know when we're ever going to talk about this again, Phil. But what did you think about um, the John Cena uh, Bray Wyatt match from WrestleMania? How did um, you think that that was whole like the whole thing? So you know when I watched the the Boneyard match, the Undertaker AJ Styles match, I thought. A lot more of the uh, of uh, WrestleMania, knowing that it was going to be pre-taped, was going to feature el- more elements like that. There, there was going to be a lot more little vignettes yeah. or a lot more like little fly-ins kind of things. We make um, movies, goddammit. 
<laughs> right. Yeah, if, what Tim is talking about is Vince McMahon is saying like he makes movies, so he's saying that everything that we watch is a movie. It's all right. movies, guys. That's what it is. Um, and I did like the Boneyard match overall more than I liked the Firefly Funhouse match. Um, yeah. But that doesn't mean I thought less of the, you know, badly of the Funhouse match. It was different. It was weird. There was some tongue-in-cheekness not only to the career of John Cena, but sort of to the history of, of wrestling. wrestling. Like it took you yeah. through the eras of the 80s and the 90s and the, and, and the Attitude Era and the NWO era, like – what if Valcina was in those times? Would he have done those things and been those that guy? Um, would he have been tempted to the dark side? Um, even though now, like now that it was supposed to be that Bray Wyatt could control time and space, so does that actually change the written history of John Cena? Like I like if they, we could overlay math in my brain right, right now, like if it were real, Phil, that's right, what we're saying. Right. What if it was real, Tim? And like you go to WWE.com now and like results are different. Um, like they yeah. go that deep into yeah, the web. Yeah, they they just try to change everything and people are like, this is fucking bullshit. Right. <laughs> like it's a different timeline. It's Thanos diff- has changed history or it's something. It's a completely different world up there now, Phil. Right. That WWE. Up north, as they used to say. <laughs> yeah. Um. So you know, in this, there part of me feels like it's way too soon to go full on Firefly Funhouse match again. Um. And that's not what they're saying they're doing. But there's part of me that's like, will they do a little tease of like, will the puppets be around the ring? Like, will there be some other interesting sort of note because he just left that Firefly Funhouse match that there's going to be something to get behind the brain of Braun Strowman. Right. And here's, here I'm going to get really, here's, I'm going to get deep for the second time in the same conversation. So somebody can, you know, John Cena in a way for Bray Wyatt, now that he's mentally manipulating his opponents, that John Cena was such a great target because he had all these questions about himself, his own history, how he wanted to go heal at times and didn't like he questioned himself and that Bray Wyatt brought this, these dark, thoughts of John Cena out. But that's the same reason why it didn't work against Goldberg because Goldberg is confident. Goldberg has always been Goldberg. Right. Like so there wasn't a way that Bray could break Goldberg because Goldberg has always been Goldberg. He's never been a variant. He's never changed his style, his gimmick, the story he tells of himself. So there wasn't a different Goldberg to reach into to try to break me- mentally. Where John Cena he could. So I kind of think the same of Braun Strowman, that if they try to go down the mental manipulation track, that's not going to go that way. And they already started doing some of that stuff, too, with some right. of the vignettes reintroducing that history and everything like that. You know what I mean? Um, so, which is pretty typical for anything with Bray and any of the movies that, that Vince makes or anything like that. You know what I mean? So... It definitely um, um, is a nice. Uh, it's definitely nice to see, but but are they? It's just weird. Like I don't like. And when you think about the backstage sort of stuff that's always been with uh, been with Braun, right? And how they've never really wanted to go with Braun ever. You know what I mean? Like, and 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 now that they are, are they going to keep it on Braun? You know what I mean? Has is he in a better position to where, um, uh, like, where they want to stick with him, or are they gonna, are they gonna, um, you know, put it, 
put it back to where they they thought the money was all last year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's and, and this is probably why you're probably right. This is going to be the third match on the card. You know what I mean? Compared to compared to it being the main event. You know what I right. mean? But um, Kyle is saying he's going with Braun Strowman. Think it's too early for the Fiend to win it back. I I agree with that. Yeah. Um, I really do feel in that in that same respect that it's going to be Braun. But I think they're going to do something where it's like he gets caught. You know that he's going to try his tricks. They're going to have like lights hit off he's not where he was in the ring he's somewhere else in the building or you know i think they are going to play with that still that manipulation kind of aspect and they but can think, and that's right these are the this is them and bro i bet you a lot of this has to do with braun he's got a or not braun but bray but bray has a lot of creative input i think on his own character in the sense because he's probably saying like oh well this is a great way to do this and this is a great way to do this you know what i mean uh, on top of all the writers and everything like that but this is mm-hmm. these are the benefits of not having the crowd there you know what i mean right. i know not having the crowd there has made a completely different product but who was that killer guy last night on nxt that had uh that sweet ass uh intro that where that girl was lip syncing the song the whole time. Like these are all points that they can do. And Braun is a perfect, or I keep saying Braun, but mm-hmm. I'm trying to say Bray. Bray has, is, has, is in a perfect position to be able to, to do stuff like that with his character. Like one of the things with Bray's character, the old Bray, right? Bray version one, but, um, that everyone kind of shat on was that, that match that he had with Randy with all the lighting and everything like that. When it was in the arena, do you remember that at WrestleMania? Um, I do. I With do. the Sorry, worms I, and things I like gotta, that that were showing up on the screen and every, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Um, and it didn't really, I, I felt like that match wasn't, wasn't as good as it would have been if they did it in the same regard as the John Cena match or, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But people at the actual show would have been like, this is bullshit. You know what I mean? Cause they, <laughs> they would have watched it on a huge screen and they would have paid like 600 bucks a ticket to watch that, that on, you know what I mean? So it's kind of the same sort of stuff that we can do now. Um, right. So, Phil, the, the the money question here at Money in the Bank 2020 is um, who do you think is going to go over? Well, I, I kind of already put it, up, put it out there already. I'm going to say it's Braun Strowman. You're going to go with Braun. I'm going to go with Braun. Just to make it interesting, I'm going to go with um, Braun as well. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> See, like, I, I uh, caught you. Wow. I caught you on that, Phil. You thought I was gonna gonna go against you on this one, but right. but no, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to agree with you. There's there's no point, you know, to take the belt off that huge monster right at this point. But um, Phil, I think it's time for us to take a quick little break. So ski, a little break ski action. There it goes. I hit the. Phil, I did this last time again too. This is, I did this twice in a row, the same mistake. Breathe in, just breathe up. Nose. We'll be right back after these messages. Emotional consideration paid for by the following. Can't finish the show in just one sitting? No problem. Listen to this in past episodes of the Tim Zabriskie Show on demand on all major podcasting networks, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and the iHeartRadio app. It's perfect for the ride home. Babe, yeah. what shirt are you wearing? 
my Tim Zabriskie show shirt. <laughs> Phil. Tim. You see those sweet uh, Tim's Risky show shirts, Phil? I I did, Tim. Phil, is anyone wearing one in the room right now, Phil? Uh, well, I mean, not. Uh, oh, no, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm Very nice, Phil. Where's, right now, where's yours, Tim? Phil, I grabbed that bottle opener, so now we can continue the show. Look at that. Tim's oh, Risky oh, show. You mean your, your new. Your new mama to be brought it down for you. No, no, no. It. Once again, I had to take care of myself. <laughs> Woo! Wow! Like you're an adult. Or oh, something. like a grown man. I needed to drink a beer. But yeah. So, um, Phil, those those shirts. Uh, how much do they cost, Phil? I don't know, Tim. I never know, Tim. I don't remember, Tim. Phil, they they cost ten dollars. Ten, just ten. Yeah. That's two hands. Yeah. Plus shipping and handling, Phil. Do you know why? Because you, you have to have money, too. Like, this is a business. This is a business. A, biz, a business, as we, they say. We are a sole proprietor. Speaking of businesses, Phil, I've been at my job. <laughs> I've been working on all of these small business loans for the SBA, Phil. Mm-hmm. Doing, get, gathering documents, helping with the processing and everything like that, Phil. And uh, not one independent wrestling company, Phil. Not one. <laughs> you know, and I, I will say I'm kind of surprised by that. I'm sh- I feel like somewhere somebody had to have their, their P's and Q's in order to do it. Um, nope, and a lot of smaller companies. <laughs> and a lot of smaller companies just don't. And, and I don't want to say like, um, you know, they, nobody has it together because people do. There's plenty of people that do and do taxes right and keep right. organization the right way. Um so I feel like someone out there had to think of that opportunity, but I, I think there was also, you know, for some of them, it was about payroll protection and who is per se on a regular payroll on the independence. So. Phil, it doesn't matter. Even if you do it as a sole proprietor, right? You, you know, but mm-hmm. that's the thing though. A lot of these wrestlers are all 1099. So they all probably could have done it themselves if they really wanted to like the good ones. You know what I mean? Right. Like, um, I don't know why, but the only person I'm really thinking of, and I don't want to really call him a good one, but Ryback, right? Like Ryback would be a perfect candidate considering he has another business where like he sells an actual material with his like protein bars and whatever that crap is. But at the same time, like, yeah, I mean, you know, if these guys were smart and actually rant, 
I, do any of these wrestling companies actually on the independence that you know of, do any of them actually pay taxes or anything like that? No. Yeah. A couple of them do. And, and technically for a couple of the states that have commissions, depending on how that commission is set up, right. the way they charge taxes on tickets, like they do it at the door. Right. Um, or like there's an upfront fee that's supposed to cover that, you know, that the business usage or something like that. And a lot of them that are incorporated as businesses have to pay business tax. So there is some of that, again, just depending on how that company is set up um, and depending on the state they're in. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, see, and last time that we sat down, Phil, and once again, everybody, the phone lines are open. 518-350-4312. I suggest you pause the um, the video. That way you can type the uh, the phone number in and then call in right phil be intimidated be, be intimidated be intimidating phil um but one of the things that we talked about is if the wwe is going to to apply for this because with the wrestlers all being independent contractors you know what i mean they could uh, i mean how many people do we think work in the work in the company like as actual hourly or salary employees you think it's less than 500 I mean, yeah. Yeah, because at this point, the money's still available. You know, the SBA hasn't shut it down for the, the second round. So I wonder if they if they did apply. And I wonder if that's going to become public information, you know? Right. Well, and I don't know how some, you know, there's already some information out there. I, you know, I know I, know I saw today that something like 9,000 Catholic churches applied for it and they're getting it. I know different universities are applying for it. Right. So who knows? Um, and the university thing pisses me off because it's like, think about, <laughs> I know, I know where you work as a university and everything like that, but it's like, it's like, I'm still paying my student loans, you know? Right. And, and not everybody's doing it the same way. Like, you know, Harvard was very publicly talked about because they have an $80 billion endowment. Right. Like right. they have a little bit of, they're grace. not hurting. <laughs> right. Um, where, um, like I know, I know one institution that's like, no, we're only specifically making requests to help supplement, um, you know, students in severe financial need. Um, like, you know, they were they were living on campus. Now they can't live on campus. It's too risky for them to go home because of whatever reason. And now they have to pay a rent that they weren't paying. They're going to be homeless. So we have let's try to work with them. You know, it's they're that, fucked up. <laughs> yeah. So there's a CARES Act provision that allows some of that for that purpose. Right. So it, there there are some allowances for different things in all of these different loans, and it just depends on the organization um, as well. And some states were better off. Some states have, like, actually had, I don't want to say a pandemic preparedness, that, like a public health emergency fund to help yeah. also mitigate if there was a, something like this happening. Because we've been talking about it. Uh-oh. What happened? I don't know. I lost your, I lost your video. There you ah. go. Lost your video. For I was trying two. to make the, the the monitor that you're on full screen, and I don't know how to do that. Little thingy in the upper corner. Maybe. Oh, push, push. It does. But anyway, it gives me a border. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. Well, why don't we go back <laughs> to Money in the Bank, Tim? Because we have. Okay. Um. Is is this Paul guy a liar? Is that? <laughs> Is he a big liar right now? He he's, was say he was saying he's, he's like homeless, I am homeless, but then he was saying died. he was in a he's in a nervous nursing home. Nursing home. That's not homeless. Uh, so okay, so so we're gonna keep talking about money. Paul, th yeah, thanks for the support. And no, you're not getting a free shirt. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so uh, for the WWE Championship, Drew McIntyre defends against Seth Rollins. This is the main event. 
No, because remember, we have the money in the bank. Yeah, Matt. yeah, the money, money in the bank. Of the six announced matches, two of which are happening at the exact same time, this is the match number four. <laughs> Jesus. Now, uh, it, all right, but is the money in the bank going to start at the beginning and then make its way up where they're going to cut in and I, cut out and things like that? I was that? thinking of that. Like, are they going to push it that far? Um and I can I can really see both sides of that. And it's like it's like at one point somebody gonna win the twenty four seven championship and stuff like that. You know, it's like right. It kind of makes it fun, Phil, because we don't know. Like where you have like a small screen at the bottom of like things that are happening during the entire night while yeah. like the big screen is show. It, yeah, I think like it's a ticker be- on the bottom of the screen. You know what right. I mean? Just being like, oh, this just happened too. Wait, what? But I feel that. like I feel like with so many people that are going to be involved in the Money in the Bank matches. That you can't do that. Um, there are uh, there are twelve people, six men, six women. They're going to be in their respective Money in the Bank matches. Yeah. So you have twelve people doing action constantly the whole time. That unless you do what they did with the twenty four seven match, where oops, the elevator broke. Like, I don't think they're <laughs> going to like have a, a moment of pause. Yeah. So I feel like they're probably going to stick it. Either like either they're gonna break it off into two big chunks, or they're gonna like just do one big match. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's gonna. It just makes me think of like um, the Hollywood brawl with uh, Piper and Goldust. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where they kept feeding it, coming back, and you know, showing clips of uh, of um, like the OJ Simpson like uh, <laughs> um, uh, with the cops and you know the chase and everything like that, just going oh. back and forth. Are we going to see what we saw during the WWE Super Bowl commercial in the day where somebody actually gets chucked out a window? Yeah. Yeah. Hence the inspiration for the uh for the 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 poster here. But yeah, I mean, you know, anything could happen in the World right. Wrestling Federation. So So Paul is saying he wants Drew McIntyre um to give a little bit, bit of the background. Of course, McIntyre beat uh, Brock Lesnar for the championship at WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, however, Seth Rollins lost his match at WrestleMania against Kevin Owens. Uh, Rollins regame planned a little bit and decided after uh, Drew McIntyre retained his championship in a champion versus champion match against Andrade um, that he would blindside the champion to make his stake on the claim that he should be not just the savior of Raw, but the champion as well. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins one on one. Phil, how are you feeling about all of this religious stuff going on with uh, with Seth Rollins? What are your thoughts on that? All right, uh, so it's so actually I'll, to go back to a question that Paul asked about. You know, do we know anybody in the WWE? Yes, we've both of us know a fair amount of people in yes, WWE. Yes, um, I have actually never met Seth Rollins. Um, and I've I've heard different things about him, so he might be playing on Christianity themes because he's very comfortable doing that. Um, I've always tried to stay away from that just because I don't know it, it felt a little bit disrespectful. Yeah. Um, it, well, you know, regardless of the religion, that if I did something that's particularly targeting what a religious theme is, like eh, that's a, that makes me uncomfortable. Just that's all it is. But it's not uh, even so much religion. Uh, let me take that word back, Phil. The, I, to me, it's just more of cult. It's culty. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it's more of him saying that I'm the savior, I'm the greatest, follow me. You know what I mean? 
Um, it's weird that they're calling uh, Buddy the Disciple. You know what I mean? Right. Because that's just screaming WCW to me. <laughs> but, but it's like... Festus. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, maybe they'll maybe they'll book Dewey Murray again and shave his head or some shit like that. But but it but it's like um, it's 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 like uh, I don't know, man. Like like I love Seth. I think that he's he's a obviously he's a phenomenal talent and everything like right. that. He's, he's a great cult leader as well. He's a cult. He, Is he that what looks, you're trying to say? He he looks like he could like maybe somebody one of the writers was like you know you kind of resemble Jesus. You know what I mean? Maybe, or like Charles Manson. Maybe he watched um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and was and was like, "Oh, Charles Manson. Yeah, I could I could turn that." It's a sweet little change, you know what I mean? When you think about the metamorphosis from from um, the Shield into like the Chosen One or whatever, and then the now architect. he's the architect, and now he's 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 a cult leader. <laughs> right. So so I don't know. I, I kind of dig it. It's kind of it's kind of sweet, you know what I mean? I I think that uh he said some some awesome stuff in that one promo where he was basically telling Drew that if, you know, I need to beat you so that you will enjoy this later more. You know what I mean? Like right. like who the fuck says that except for a <laughs> psychopath? You know what I mean? So it's kind of like it's kind of well, hey, you just brought up the resemblance to Charles Manson, so Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing this for you. I'm going to kick your ass and hurt you for you. It's right. like, okay, yeah, yeah. Very, pretty culty. <laughs> Ever so slightly. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, but in, but in all of this, uh, McIntyre still has uh, room to prove more of himself. Um, I think that he's going to continue to grow as a champion. So um, that, well... Okay, I'll go ahead and call it. I'm going to say McIntyre. Yeah, I'm going to go McIntyre too. I think that uh, it makes a lot of sense. You know what I mean? Once again, one of the things that you and I will always talk about on the show, Phil, is that it really also comes down to what do these guys got to lose? And and for Seth, Seth's got nothing to lose if, if, he, if he loses here. If Drew loses here, he loses everything. And it's too soon. Drew's got the looks. He's got the talent. He's he's completely um, metamorphosized himself into into a real badass character now, and they need they need a solid baby face right now to bring them through this whole development. What sucks about Drew being champion right now is is the timing with this whole coronavirus and everything like that. The guy still hasn't heard a huge fucking pop with him having the belt yet. You know what I mean? Which is why I, you know, I kind of went against him on the last show. I mean, I think that or that we both had Drew going over over Brock, but um, but I also said like because my my buddy from work Jay said that. Um, which I, I, I bought into the whole, I think that they're going to save him for SummerSlam. You know what I mean? For when to win the belt, but they still went with it. You know what I mean? But he's, he's, it, it just, it just sucks the timing, especially too with the video game. Now that there's not mm-hmm. going to be a video game, he's not going to be on the tight or on the cover of the video game. It was his time, Phil. It was totally going to be his time and he was going to make a huge payoff financially too for right. the video game. And, and he's missing out on all of this stuff. And it's not like they're going to hold the belt on him for a year until the next one, but you know what I mean. But it's it's still like, still just sucks. So I think that, I think that he's definitely being a, a trooper with the whole thing. But 
but it's I you feel bad, but you don't because it's not like either he's hurting in or anything like that. He's still the champion of the biggest company in the world. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, and at this point, yeah, maybe they'll, they're going to stick it on him for even longer because he's being such a trooper. I think, I think all of that, I think all of that makes a lot of sense. So we're both agreeing to the same thing. Yes. So here's where things get interesting and complicated. Are we going to the main event? We are, we are, because that's all that's left. It's now time for the main event. It's Rat Callum 2. Thank ladder match is happening at one time. The corporate ladder match. In the first Money in the Bank match, We'll call it the first match. We will have Asuka versus Shayna Baszler versus Nia Jax versus Dana Brooke versus Lacey Evans versus Carmella for their opportunity to win that briefcase to earn a world championship opportunity of their choosing while simultaneously match A. That's right. Match one. Match A. Uh, Daniel Bryan versus Rey Mysterio versus Aleister Black versus King Corbin versus Otis versus AJ Styles for their opportunity to climb the corporate ladder so they could win their own Money in the Bank contract. Very, very nicely done there, Phil. Thank you, Tim. Tim, the women's match. Asuka, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, Carmella. <sighs> I had to do a deep sigh, Phil. So many girls in this match, Phil, and there's so right. many guys in this match. And it just right. makes it so hard to, to to talk. So what so what we're figuring here, and maybe maybe they'll do but they're they're doing it at the same time, Phil. It's, it's yeah. I just don't I I just I, don't, I don't know. I feel like then there's opportunities for, you know, a for whole Nia bunch of to fucking knock out a guy that's in the right. other Again, match, yeah. you know? That that there's gonna be some interplay between both matches. Uh, maybe there'll be some um, pairings, some teams. We saw this in the mixed match challenge before. Um, you know, men and women intergender tag team matches. What if there is almost like that kind of pairing that there's some alliances forged? Um, I, and I think that would be the best idea. That maybe on tomorrow night on SmackDown you get a sense of like I don't, I don't know. You get um, uh, Shayna. Well, maybe not Shayna. I'm trying to think like who in that group like. Dana Brooke and Carmella maybe having a conversation with Alistair Black about like, hey, if we work together, nudge, 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 or something. Like, I don't know. I feel like there's some opportunities in interplay yeah. that could happen. Um, what's interesting is on the women's match, Yeah, I feel there's more opportunity for almost any one of them to walk away convincingly with that opportunity, with the money in the bank. Mm-hmm. Um that we're so that you know, Oscar people have saying she needs a different direction. That direction that Shayna Baszler, everybody thought that was she was going to have her moment at, at WrestleMania. Nia Jax is back. She's Kyle the beast. and Kyle's writing down that he does he doesn't want Shayna to win. Right, and <laughs> and there's some, there's been some of that feedback too. Um, Dana Brooke has been overlooked by many. Lacey Evans talked about her earlier in her involvement with with Bailey and Sasha. Um, oh yeah, see, there's that aspect of it too. 
Right. And Carmella, Carmella, who's been hovering there before she was a former women's champion. Um, so it, it all comes together that almost any one of them could convincingly win that champion or win that opportunity at Money in the Bank. Right. Um, and, and be that person to walk away with the briefcase. Uh, Tim, of the women, who do you think will win? It almost would fit perfectly with my with my uh, with my booking from the earlier part of this podcast with um, with uh, with if Lacey wins, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then goes against Tamina at the next pay per view, and then you know with 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 and then you know Bailey comes back for SummerSlam because there's no uh, there's no championship uh, um, rematches anymore. At the next shows, they don't do that anymore, Phil. So right. we, we can't we can't ignore that part of it. Um, but then with everybody else, like Carmella's money, you know, I don't think that. Um, I think that Shayna, Shayna's money too. I think I almost I'm gonna. I'm pretty certain I'm gonna have to go with Shayna on this one, Phil, because the, you know, as much as nobody wants her to 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 do this and nobody i mean kyle kyle you're wrong <laughs> kyle you're you're a very good friend of our show but you're wrong here <laughs> um <laughs> but at the same time phil i i just think that uh i think that shayna is gonna be a huge part of the future it wasn't her time at wrestlemania but how many times have we seen it where you know somebody that they really want has lost at wrestlemania to kind of do that that humbling experience sort of deal right. that backstage bullshit that they pull so it almost makes sense to me that they're going to continue to go with Shayna down the road as they're grooming her for the future. And I think that um, the money in the bank has always been that huge grooming tool for the next people. So I'm going to I'm going to go with Shayna. Who do you got, Phil? I am actually going to go more along the lines of what your first conversation was. But I think instead of uh, I mean, my earlier pick was Bailey. I think this gives it a great opportunity for Lacey to head into that rivalry with Bailey. Um, so I'm going to go Lacey Evans. I almost think it's a little too on the nose. It's too, too right there. Kyle um, <laughs> so I'm going to go Lacey Evans, but Tim, I'm going to put out a half point bet. Oh, half point bet. I talked before that. I think, you know, there's going to be plants in the building. There's going to see cameos. There's going to be surprises. I think that we weren't expecting, I do think almost straight down to it. Oh, who is this strange person unmasking that was holding a camera? Oh, my gosh. It's Ronda Rousey. Oh, shut up. Wow. I almost wow. feel it's like two right there. Shut that, up. That, that if there's some room, you know, Money in the Bank has also been uh, a little bit of an opportunity to vamp what the rule is so that <laughs> unmask Ronda. No. That's all I'm going to say. Unmask Rhonda. Because there's that other little voice in my head that's going, unmask Rhonda. Rhonda goes up and climbs the corporate ladder and she grabs the money. In the oh, man, I was hoping that you were going to say that the swerve was going to be Sergeant Slaughter. Because that would have that would have fit in perfectly with, uh, wow. with um, um, the whole Lacey Evans and the military and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, no. He, he, has, he has too much heat on him for that right now. So no. What? 
So he was never in the military legitimately. Oh, so now now it's real to everybody. <laughs> right now it's real. Wow! Um, oh and, my and, gosh! And it, it's like he was playing the character of somebody who was in the military, and he didn't mean it as an offense. And you know, it's not that he's trying to replicate somebody who was. Oh, shut up, everybody! I hate millennials. I swear to God. All right, I know I'm technically a millennial, Phil, but I, this is bullshit. Okay. It was I don't fine. Think millennials. I think honestly, it's old, it's some older individuals. I had a conversation. This, oh my um, so I had a conversation as I was passing out flyers at a VFW, and right. they were like, "Yeah, we've had wrestling here before. We'd love to talk to you about bringing an event here." It's like, "Oh, that's cool." He's like, "Yeah, we brought in Sergeant Slaughter, and then people got upset. Like the vets got upset." Oh my gosh! The, it's not like he was claiming to be like a like a Purple Heart or any fucking shit like that. It's not stolen valor. Phil, it's fucking a wrestling gimmick, all right? right? <laughs> He's a GI Joe, like he was a cartoon character. Like, think of it that way. Phil, fucking, I don't think Duke the Dumpster Drossy was really a trash man in his day, and that fucking, you know, County Waste is gonna show up at the WWE offices and be like, he took my job. All right, mm-hmm. this is bullshit. <laughs> this is the this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Hearing about this, is it? Is there a news story about this somewhere? Oh, there's plenty. If you look them up, oh I can't my gosh, only my hand, but yeah. Oh my gosh, this is hilarious. So Tim, the oh. other Money in the Bank ladder match yeah. happening at the same time. Yeah. You want Daniel to, Bryan? On, shut up. Okay, hold on. All right, go ahead. Daniel Bryan, Rey Mysterio, Alistair Black, King Corbin. Otis and AJ Styles. Ah, so what's funny Back about that? Back from the dead, AJ Styles. Yeah, so what's funny about that too, Phil, is that um, you know that Otis is apparently fucking Vince is in love with Otis right now. Otis to me looks like fucking uh, Earthquake, like John Tenta. You know what a I little mean? bit of that, is yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I look, what I see when I get when I when I look at him. Um, so <laughs> I feel like somewhere in an office. Vince is like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to wait till he pukes. I mean, sorry, wrong gimmick. Shake your belly. Shake you. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm once again, that was another WrestleMania moment that I was really happy with where he finally got his fucking, his, that vagina he's been chasing after this whole time. <laughs> wow. Wow. Listen, just because you're about to have a baby, and yeah. I know you're focused on biology right now. Oh, it's not- yeah. <laughs> Bring that into the equation. Oh, I'm so focused on it, Phil. <laughs> or at least you were a few weeks ago. Anyway, Tim. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Here's where I'm honestly, legitimately unsure, kind of unsure. Um, Daniel Bryan mainly been kept away from the world title picture. Um Rey Mysterio, almost every time you see him, he gets beaten down. And when he was the champion before, I think he lost every match but one when he was champion. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Alistair Black is still sort of young on the roster. He's And he, I feel like he gets beaten down a lot and then pops up. Everybody loves him. He gets beaten down a lot. I, I, I'm a little bit mixed on him. King Corbin, universally booed. I mean, the, the only person who's more heel in the WWE than King Corbin is Roman Reigns. Um, I mean... I hate to say it that way, but honestly, the couple of WWE live events I've gone to in the last few years, the loudest boos of the night have always been Roman Reigns. Yeah. Um, but he's not even on the show. You're not allowed to mention his name, Phil. Right. Apparently, Did like you who, see they uh, edited him out out of uh, uh, the WrestleMania, WrestleMania packages. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck, what? what? Um, 
Otis, Otis is there for the comedy that he's willing to do a little bit of the fun um, that the match may need to have. Um, and then you have AJ Styles, AJ Styles. AJ Styles, who was just buried literally by the Undertaker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it makes it makes it pretty difficult, Phil. But there's certain factors that you got to look at. Once again, I'm going to go back to my uh, my pro wrestling rule of thumb here. Um, with who who's gonna who has things to lose and who doesn't have things to lose here, Phil? Phil AJ Styles just lost to the Undertaker, and he just fucking brushed it off like it was no big deal. You know what I mean? So I, Ray Mysterio too. I think that you know, like he's not gonna, he's not winning this. You know what I mean? Right. I just, I don't see it happening with him. He's got nothing to lose as well. You know what I mean? He's, he's in the twilight of his career. He's, he's mm-hmm. almost mm-hmm. done. You know what I mean? And uh, Otis, mm, Otis is so money right now. I don't think that they're gonna do it, do it with him either. You know what I mean? Now, um. Better not go where my pick is going. You better not go where my pick is going. Phil, right now I'm just trying to remember who else is in the match. <laughs> uh, Alistair Black, King Corbin, and AJ Styles. Well, no, you already said AJ Styles. AJ Daniel Styles. Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Another guy that – was he even on WrestleMania? Yeah, he was. Who did you um, Because on the pre-show it was – oh, it was Daniel Bryan versus Sami Zayn. On the pre-show of WrestleMania. No, because Drew Gulak versus Cesaro was on the pre-show. Right, right. And Drew Gulak and Daniel Bryan are, are a team. They're lovers now. Gotcha. Right. Um. <laughs> They're getting over their amateur wrestling experience. Meanwhile, Chad Gable, who was literally a re- an Olympic wrestler, is now Shorty G. I don't know. I just – I don't know if I feel with Daniel Bryan at this point, even though I know it's your pick because you're the one that said, uh, oh, he's been away from the title picture for so long. But I don't know. I think that I think that I think I'm gonna I kind of think I'm gonna go with Corbin. They oh, really, you took my pick! Yeah, nailed it! <laughs> wow. I think the whole thing with Corbin right now, Philly, is that is that Corbin Corbin's really evolved himself into being like the top fucking heel. You know what I mean? He's really kind of become. The guy that everybody hates. Everybody hates him. There's not. He's. It's. It's all. It's basically nuclear <laughs> at this point. You know. And, What's and that word against him? Nuclear. Nuclear. Okay, there nuclear, you go. Phil, jerk. But <laughs> but the whole thing, Phil, is that I. I don't know. It just. It just makes sense. They put the King of the Ring on him, and in the past, I would say uh, four or five King of the Rings since Booker T. I don't know how many there really have been. Yeah. But he's the only one that's really made it stick. Like, Sheamus has sucked. You know what I mean? And, and there's been other people that it wasn't good, but he's so heel that that it, it worked perfectly for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fit Finley was another one where it was bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, like Regal was cool, right? Yeah. Give me your top three um, uh, uh, King of the Rings, Phil. Ooh. Um, I mean, I think Austin is the biggest one people will remember and stick with for the, forever because it created the Austin 316 promo and Austin went over and won it. Right. Um, Owen. King Booker. Yeah, Owen Hart. I would go yeah, with that, Owen Hart. That's, that's fair. That's a fair one. And it's so funny because when I say this next guy, like, in my brain, you know, I wasn't even alive when, like, he was – King of the Ring. No, I was alive, but I wasn't watching wrestling at the time. But King Harley Race, that like 
And I, yeah, and I, I know think, nothing about that run. Right. I'm trying to think, was that actually a tournament? Was that actually, ki- he was king. You have the macho king. Yeah, but those weren't king of the rings though, Phil. Right. I'm trying to, th- but I'm actually, I mean, I Brett think, was the, was a double king. I guess I'm trying to think of, of Harley race though. I think Harley <laughs> races might actually have been a tournament. That's what the best part is that fucking, of course, Brett was a fucking double king. You know what I mean? If you, right. when you know Brett and his fucking ego, of course he had to win that, t- that thing twice back to back like an asshole. <laughs> Love it. So uh, Billy Gunn is Billy Gunn on that list. He was the last one. He was the last one before they fucking dropped it for like years. Yeah. Okay, hold Tri- on. I will pull Triple, it up. Triple H. Triple H was another one. Okay. Oh, yes. So all the tournament winners. Don Morocco, Harley Race, yep. Randy Savage, Ted DiBiase, Tito Santana. Whoa, Ted DiBiase was the king of the ring? In 88. Wow. Oh. Uh, Bret Hart. Twice back to back, then Owen Hart in the third year. Um, yeah, Owen. Or excuse me, Mabel, Steve Austin. Oh, Mabel, forgot about Mabel. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a pretty good actual King of the Ring. That was a um, good one. And then and then he also uh, he also almost crippled Kevin Nash when he won that that the championship match at SummerSlam, and that was probably the first. I think that was the first year. It was either that year or Owen Hart would have been the first year where they really made the King of the Ring winner go. Towards the championship, towards at SummerSlam, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so Mabel Stone Cold, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, yep. Uh, Ken Shamrock, Billy Gunn, oh, Shamrock. Forgot about that one. Um, uh, Kurt Angle was in two thousand, Edge two thousand one, Brock Lesnar. Um, oh, then there was I a forgot that Brock won that too. Then there was the four year gap. Um, they had Booker T. Two years William Regal, two years Sheamus, five years Bad News Barrett. Oh. The man. Four years, Baron Corbin. Yeah, yeah. And and you know Baron, I agree with what you said. Like giving him these different opportunities to really just be the obnoxious guy that nobody wants to yeah. be there. Um, I almost want to use the c word, and I know that three percent of our of our audience is not going to like that. But... Right. You mean Corbin? Yeah, yeah. He's such a Corbin. Right. He's, <laughs> he's such, such a, a Corbin. He's such a Corbin that. Um, <laughs> That it, yeah, I mean he's he's to me he's he's over he, and he's so over because it, it just he's he's great Phil you know what I mean he he's there's he's got to be the number one heel in the company right now right name another heel that that's right well up Seth there. Rollins Brock Lesnar yeah yeah but Brock Lesnar's Brock Lesnar is the ultimate tweener Bray Wyatt. He's also a tweener too, because because it's all based off the reaction. You know what right. I mean? Um, I hate to say it, I'm going King Corbin too. Yeah, no, the- I really am. I I I agree with <gasps> what you're talking about. Um, wow, Tim, we we did a lot of very similar things this evening. Yeah, it's gonna be a heartbreaking show for you to start losing. <laughs> I've lost every show this year, <laughs> Phil. <laughs> At some point, you just got to call it, Tim. Uh, yeah. But, you know, let's let's put a half point on here just for kicks, Phil. Okay. You know, just just on the fly here. What if uh, what if there's a surprise person to win this one? Who do you think it could be? That's not on the roster. Or that's not already announced in the match? Yeah. Huh. Just for fun. 
Just for funsies. Just for the funsies, Phil. Um, do we go with... Uh... Kyle says MJF. I, I don't... Contracts... No. Sorry. Yeah, wrestling's not fun like in the late 90s anymore. Um, um, I mean, hey, you mentioned a guy at NXT who just made the mind-bogglingest entrance yeah. with Karrion and Cross. You know, you know, somebody I know. Just saying. Have a relationship. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I got that that insider info. Gotcha, gotcha. No, what? Because my brain actually went somewhere else first, and and Cross is brand new to the WWE, um, so I don't think they're gonna shotgun him into that opportunity. But man, that would be friggin' awesome. Yeah. Um, but what about an Adam Cole? Ooh, that's a great one, Phil. I like that. I was gonna go with uh, Mister Baskin is glory. You know. What's his name? What's the big uh the big black guy's name? Which we say which the guy that know. can do a, the guy that's like eight or four hundred pounds and does a backflip, Phil. What's his name? Oh, um, um oh my god. <laughs> Willie Mac. No, not Willie Mac. no, not Willie Mac. The big guy that that came out for Keith Lee. Keith Thank Lee. you, Chris. Yes. Thank you, Chris. Oh my god. Yeah. Chris, thank what you. if he came out and fucking Fucking uh, just, right. just did a fucking huge fucking spot. Oh, yeah, Phil, let's talk about that. What type of big spots do you think that we're going to get on this? Well, like this I match? said before, I think somebody's going to be thrown out a window. Okay. Um, will somebody be thrown off the top of the building? <sighs> Are we going to commit murder here at Money in the Bank? Right. <laughs> will, it, well, will it be like the WrestleMania commercial where it's like, Oh no, somebody's falling out of the building and it's like a really bad dummy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Vince is like, get it. <laughs> right. <laughs> you get it? Vince wins. Like Vince, <laughs> Vince is sitting uh, on top of the ladder when everybody gets up there. Uh, <laughs> Let's see you get through me. Davin says Elias, and that would be sweet if it starts with a concert from Elias on the top of Titan Towers. I would pop hard for something like that. He's just strumming as they're like on the first floor. He's got the mic. The music's blasting towards Stanford. I, right. I Nobody it. can stop him. Yeah. Nobody can run in on him right yeah. away. Yeah. No, they have to go up like three elevators, two flights of stairs. That's a big fucking building too. Like how, like I, how many flight stories are on that building? I, I just had this like weird thought in my brain of like, what happens if like, you know, let's say, okay, everybody's fighting, everybody's fighting, everybody's fighting. They get all to the top and then all of a sudden like, I don't know. Here's Asuka and she's already like holding like, stairs and like walks away with the ah yeah <laughs> that would be that would be hilarious i would love it <laughs> would love it uh so good uh tm fail got anything else for us for tonight any congratulations again on uh, on having a you're about to have uh, a baby oh oh phil that was very sweet of you thank you so much okay. you getting the dad stash I am. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us here on the Tim's and Risky Show. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share wherever you're watching this right now. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, as always, Phil, thank you so much for hanging out with me today, talking to me about the old uh, the wrestling deal. All and, the wrestling. Uh, and uh, if I don't see you guys, catch me outside. How about that? <laughs>